Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need, all one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. And best of all, completely free. If you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Big Dump Inquiries. I'm your co-host, Kyle, the Rain Man, because I'm retarded. Uh, let me bring my co-host in, uh, my boy Shane. What's going on, brother? <laughs> Sorry, I had to come in with your uh, your response, like, I'm the Rain Man, I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I've just been, I've been watching, like, old, I haven't watched Rain Man in a while, but uh, I watched The Big Lebowski last night, and it just reminded me of, like, how stupid people can be, including myself, so... A uh, great movie if you haven't watched it. Definitely a great movie. You got a uh, what's what's the uh, Lebowskiism or whatever the hell it is? There's like a religion based on it. <laughs> okay, this is new information. This is new information, man. I think it's called <clears throat> Dudism. That's what it is. Well, it's a it's a good uh, you know philosophy. I bet uh, I I wouldn't doubt it. The dude abides. You know what I mean? Exactly. Okay, okay. I see the guest here. Uh, bring him in. He just showed us something that we gotta we gotta talk about. So go ahead and introduce our guest here tonight. And I'll bring him in. Today, we have one of my personal, very close podcast friends, Sir Jeffrey Davis from the Infun- the Functionally Dysfunctional Podcast. It's a mouthful. That's right. What's, what's going up, on, Jeffrey? And it's pronounced retard. Oh, retard. <laughs> retard. Sorry. What was that <laughs> thing you- sound fancy. What, what, what was, was it you were showing? My framed certificate of ordination as a dudist priest. <laughs> okay. I can legally, legally marry and bury. Oh my God! As a dudist, you for thirty five dollars, can be an ordained dudist priest in the Church of Dude. Are you shitting? Me? No, I'm, I'm dead serious. This is a, like, like foil embossing and all kinds of shit right there. This is fantastic. <laughs> this is this is new information, man. 
We know oh. what Kyle's doing after the show now. Yeah, shit, dude. <laughs> hey, you want to do my wedding? <laughs> yeah, come on, man. <laughs> well, Jeffrey, for those who don't know you, uh, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, your show, all that great stuff, man. Dude, we don't have that long of a show. We got to get into other things besides who I am. <laughs> well, it's important to know. <laughs> I, I, I am functionally dysfunctional. I'm, I'm a former pastor turned agnostic turned Judas priest apparently turned master <laughs> lifelong questioner uh always questioned even when i was within the the fold of christendom you know i just always questioned shit i wasn't supposed to because right questions like if you pull the thread right they don't like it when you pull the thread uh because the sweater eventually unravels and so but that's like that's like a fraction of who i am i'm just some motherfucker trying to hopefully have good conversations and help come to better understanding of our reality through those conversations. Hey man, and that's, that's good enough for me, man. I mean, I, that's, that's what we're all trying to do here, man. That's great. Uh, I, I'd have to, uh, uh, talk to you in more in depth about your, your previous time as a pastor. I find that fascinating. Uh, but now you're a Judas priest, so you know you're back back into the fold in a sense. It's just a thing on the shelf, man. Right? I can marry and bury. That's it. I, I I think I did something similar when I was in high school. I'm actually a lord in Scotland. I own uh, one square foot of land. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, there, there's. Th- is that another can... one of those internet things? Like you pay a couple dollars and you get like a spot, yes. like, you know, getting your name sent to the moon yeah, or some shit. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> actually like, I think it's part of like a, a foundation or like a charity or something like land conservation. Like they dedicate this piece to you. Really? They use those funds to like, you know, manage and cons- conserve the land. So it's, it's fun. You know, they send you paperwork that you can change your title, you know, like your name and title. Uh, like at your bank and on your credit cards and stuff, but most banks <laughs> will be like, awesome. "Get the fuck out of here with this bullshit." There's, there's nothing. Lord retard, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lord retard. <laughs> dude, I would definitely take that title. Come on now. Oh, dude. Lord, just call me. Just call me Sir Lord. <laughs> Sir Lord. All right. Well, guys, let's. Uh, if uh, before we get into the show, how was everyone's week? What's going on? Anything new? Uh, in y'all's uh, uh, worlds that's happening besides like uh, the you know the crazy shit that we're all dealing with but anything exciting anything new going on uh, well I mean after laboratories in Switzerland and Oak Ridge Tennessee um, started testing shit yesterday I was two days ago I was a woman but oh. now in this reality I'm a man oh see that's a good information man this is th- <laughs> stuff we need to know. <laughs> to uh, better understand our reality, as you said. <laughs> when I was born, before that, I was born visible. But now, I identify as invisible. <laughs> I am transparent. <laughs> transparent. You're both a mom and a dad. Perfect. Can't see me now pulling the John Cena on right. that shit. Yeah. Am I even on this podcast? Okay. Now you're getting a little more esoteric than I had planned, my friend. Oh, Don't God. make me go get my camouflage. We'll play uh, double invisible over here. Hey, I've got some fucking camo boys. Uh, so what? <laughs> I'm a Texas man. Uh, so Shane, Shane, anything else going on with you, man? Hey, same shit, different day. Not in a bad way. Okay. Just trying to, uh, you know, steer through the shit. In a, I guess it sounds a lot more dark than it was intended to be, but there's a lot of stuff going on with, like, my work and, 
you know, just in life in general. So just steering through it, well, hoping that it turns out for the best. Take so a deep, that's all we can do. Take a deep breath, brother. And as I told you last night, literally get stoned and watch The Big Lebowski. Put your phone <laughs> away. Don't pay attention to anything else. Just watch The Big Lebowski. This is the best advice I've ever been given. Uh, Frantic Missy actually gave me this advice. This advice, like I was texting her one day, I was like, "Oh my God, Missy, I'm so stressed about all this and that and that." And she goes, "Smoke a joint, watch The Big Lebowski, and shut the fuck up." And it made my day better. It was great. So I I did that last night, and it was it was wonderful. I ate like five pieces of pizza right before bed, and some cake. So you know, fuck it. I'm getting married in two weeks. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I've already given up on my physical appearance. So. <laughs> like I was telling you before, bro, you got to let yourself go before the wedding so that later on in life, she won't say that you don't you don't look good. You know, if you look bad for the wedding, then she'll always have something to compare to to think that you look way better now. So right. you just got to. So that way it's not like, a, you know, a lifetime of disappointment going back and looking at those photos. <laughs> it, there can be some hope. It's a it's a it's a starting off point. Exactly. <laughs> it makes you feel better, too, because then you can be like, damn, look how I used to look. See, you can play it off. You can, you can work it for her and work it for yourself. I feel like I just knowing uh, mm, I don't want to say like my dad because my dad kind of looks like shit sometimes but uh <laughs> i feel like i will i will get better with age until about 40 and then it'll start going downhill like i'm still going up right now maybe i <laughs> knock on wood i say that <laughs> maybe the pizza and the uh cake before bed will uh you know determine otherwise but hey i'm an adult i can have what i want when i want if i want to have ice cream for breakfast or a cake before bed i'm gonna do it <laughs> and then suffer the consequences like if i want to do like you know a gram of blow and drink 12 beers before bed. I'm going to do it, but you know, money. <laughs> yeah, the- <laughs> well, gentlemen, let's get into the show. Uh, so for those who don't know, this show, uh, was a show that me and Shane, uh, started just kind of out of the blue trying to see, and we're building it as we go, but kind of the format we've been up to lately is, uh, me and Shane, uh, and our guests, we each bring a clip and we uh, don't talk about it beforehand. We just play the clip and then discuss whatever topic the clip entails. Uh, unfortunately, Shane and I forgot to mention that to our guest tonight. So <laughs> it's he, like I didn't even know. <laughs> it's like you're not even here, bro. <laughs> He's transparent, remember? Yeah, transparent. so he, he we missed him in the DM. So we're going to um, – I pulled up an extra clip, and Shane, if you find an extra clip, let me know. Uh, that way we just have a little more uh, content to discuss tonight. Um, but did you want to start tonight, Shane? Did you want to start with your clip? I think it's probably the most topical um, clip that uh, out of the the ones we have. What do you think? Um, let's see. Since you're running two clips tonight, do you want to do a sandwich with me in the middle, or do you want me to go first? Sure, let's do that. I'll go first with my clip here. This is also very topical. It's news from today. So as most people, maybe not most people, but people in our community know. Um, there's these things called the Georgia Guidestones, right? They are these pillars, uh, kind of similar to like a Stonehenge type thing that were erected. Uh, I want to say in like the eighties or something, it's not, they're not that old, but they're, uh, inscribed in like 12 different languages with like these guide guiding rules or principles on them. And one of the, uh, main things on there is, (laughs) you know, the earth's population should be at 500 million uh, to maintain balance with the earth and all these other things, right? It's very uh, New World Order-esque, very transhumanist, all this kind of stuff. So uh, the Georgia Guidestones, uh, that's what the clip's about. And I have like three clips I was going to play because there's new footage coming out constantly. So I have a few short clips I'm going to play. Here we go. 
We continue to follow breaking news out of Northeast Georgia, where we just learned there's been an explosion at Georgia Guidestones. New video just in shows damage to the Guidestones in Elberton County. The GBI and local officials are investigating this explosion. They say someone detonated an explosive device <laughs> around 4 a.m. The Guidestones are located on Highway 77 in Elberton. And <laughs> okay, so that's one clip, right? Uh, I'm trying to see if it has any more uh, information. Here's another 50-second uh, clip. Here we go. Oh, the music. You know it's real. <laughs> the Georgia Guidestones Monument, which has reached social media fame, has been partially destroyed. Okay, that's a bad clip. Let me just play the clip I really wanted to. There's two clips uh, that are, you know, 10 seconds long of surveillance footage. So here's one. It shows a car driving through the grass nearby that little parking lot where the Georgia Guidestones are. Uh, I guess this is just to identify. And then the real banger here, literally the banger, is the video of the explosion. And I'll describe it for people who are just listening. Oh, <laughs> dude, literally, this looks like it could have been taken out of the Ukraine with all the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the fake war footage we're seeing. I'm going to replay this. They're going to use that for that, bro. Right. They're just going to add some buildings in the background. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Let's see if I can slow this down a little bit. So there's the Georgia Glidestone. I'm guessing this is a light over here. Um, Oh. Is it? It looks like it's an explosion behind it. Yeah, it Whoa. Does. Okay, so the light behind it lights up. So is there two explosions? Oh. Okay, a theory that I heard in in the in the street from the streets was that this is this bright light you see over to the left is actually some sort of uh launch, some sort of missile being fired at the guidestones, like an RPG perhaps, but that's interesting that that flash happens there. So then you see the stone get destroyed. Uh there's lots of smoke. I imagine this was very loud. That's why the early reports this morning were of an earthquake or a tremor, because I imagine people who live nearby felt some sort of shockwave or uh, tremor in the ground, because that's a pretty large explosion to take down that kind of uh, stone. So, uh, gentlemen, what are your thoughts on <laughs> the gorgeous... And new, this is a new story. It's breaking stuff. Um, oh, Matt in the chat says, what's up, Matt from The Great Deception? What's going on, brother? Um, but new information uh, says that now they've demolished actually the rest of the stones. Like they took a bulldozer and took down the rest of them within like within an hour or two ago. So the Georgia Guidestones are gone, people. What are your thoughts? I'll, uh, I'll let Jeffrey go first since he's the guest. I mean, I'm just sitting here. First off, like I can't believe we've let all these junior high idioms just go un unaddressed. I mean, we said the word erected a second ago and, and <laughs> no one laughed. I felt like I should just sign off right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on, brother. Sorry we missed the dick joke. <laughs> That's on and us. Also, That's on also, us. As I'm looking at all of our faces, so everyone, unless you're watching on StreamYard, you can't see this, but it, when I, everyone's looking at, at, at their own screen uh -huh. instead of their camera, and I feel like we're all looking at each other's dicks. Oh, because it's just like <laughs> slightly like, down. Like. <laughs> well, I anyway, um, yeah. So I don't know about you guys, but whenever I like minor cause minor damage, something that I own and is important to me, I just destroy it because there was minor damage. Also, that just seems like it makes sense, right? When you there's a little bit of of, of damage to something, just just 
Fuck it all the way up. <laughs> in for an inch, in for a mile. Fuck it. Right. Hey, I cracked my phone. Let me just fucking smash it on the ground because I'm so pissed off, right? So so let me get this straight, Jeffrey. Are you implying that the, the creators of the Guidestones destroyed them? Or someone else destroyed them and then, you know, whoever was in charge was like, hey, let's just tear it all down. It's unfixable at this point. Uh, I don't know who destroyed him. I just think it was the the go ahead and tearing them all down is a little suspect to me. Right. But, like, you know, it was probably a Russian drone to begin with anyway. Probably. <laughs> probably. We are at war, unofficially. Um, See, destroying the rest <clears throat> of it almost makes me wonder if there's yeah. something hidden in it. Me too. Right. Well, it's like they do with all these, you know, uh, school shootings, right? Like a week be- before there's ever an investigation, they just tear down the fucking school. You know what I mean? This happens right. all the time. Um, so, yeah, interesting. Uh, a few theories that I've come up with. Oh, Shane, you go ahead. Sorry, dude. Oh, no, that was just all I was saying. It's just sketchy to me that, one, that they destroyed the rest of it because that makes me, again, think that there's something inside of it, possibly. Or, two, maybe there was, because of the information on it, maybe they were trying to destroy it because they didn't want it to be so in the open and public anymore. So they just used, they were oh. intending to destroy the whole thing, but it didn't work. So they're kind of just like, oh, it's destroyed already. We just got to tear the rest down. So they just kind of played it off to just maybe finish out they, what they were trying to do. They didn't want the publicity with the, like you said, the, the inscriptions that are on the stone. That That's a thought. Mm-hmm. That's a theory. So I have a, a couple theories. Um, I, I brought this up in the Gaze for Ukraine chat. I said, uh, guys, is this a good or a bad thing? Does this mean... The, uh, is this a symbol of the new world order uh, and their plans being being uh, beaten, or does this mean that they no longer need the guidestones because the plan is in place and it's on course for completion? Right. That's that's what I was that the, I had those two theories. Right. Or some, but that's a big explosion, dude. That's a huge explosion. That's some f- serious firepower. It's got to yeah, be C four, like some amateur type. Like, I'm going to throw some home it's, explosives together my, type of shit. My, at first, I was like, oh, maybe some redneck got drunk, uh, is still drunk from the 4th of July, had a le- bunch of leftover M80s and cherry bombs, and fucking <laughs> tossed them in the little crack that's in the stones, right? There's a little a little hole that you can look through. I was like, okay, maybe, but with that light that we saw on the left side, that light uh, kind of flash as well, I don't know, man. It, there's a lot of uh, possibilities here. But I, I chalk this day up to a good day uh, because, if anything, no one will have to see that crap anymore. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it's good or bad. I can't, I, you know, 72 hours, we might know some information. This is breaking news. So, And it seems like they're trying to destroy all that so that it can't be investigated further besides just the video surveillance of it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was also probably intentional. Right. And that car, um, it doesn't look like the car of a of a trained professional. You know what I mean? Why is it driving on the grass too? That's my, that's another question. To it's leave not like there was tire a gear track, or anything up. To leave tire tracks, bro. So people knew they were there. All right. <laughs> Jeffrey See, thoughts. Regards? Jeffrey, your thoughts, nope. anything else? Uh, I'm just looking at, I pulled up what the actual, what's written on the guidestones. Oh and, yeah. You got, what do you got? Uh, <laughs> I guess someone's going off the 10 commandment kind of model because there's apparently 10 things uh listed and it's maintained like you said maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature number two is guide reproduction wisely improving fitness and diversity three is unite humanity with a living new language four is rule uh, rule passion faith tradition 
and all things with tempered reason. Five is protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Six is let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Seven is avoid petty laws and useless, useless officials. Eight is balance personal rights with social duties. Nine is prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with, with the infinite. And 10 is be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. I guess it repeats. They emphasize so, that at the end there. Yeah. Right. Hmm. So, yes, interesting principles. Um, well, and, ide- and, ideas, should I say. Well, and I, I did some research on the, the Georgia Guidestones like a couple of years ago. And actually the guy who uh, like commissioned the, the stones to be uh, con- erected, uh, <laughs> uh he actually used like a, a fake name um and he was very secretive about who he was who he worked for things like that um so it, these these stones have been shrouded in mystery and actually it was 1979 when the the, be- the construction began on this and uh they were finishing the in 1980 so um Interesting stuff. Those rules, some of them are okay, right? Like guide reproduction wisely. That sounds well. I don't know if that's a good one. That sounds like uh, eugenics to me. Uh, Unite. So it's almost like a new world order type thing. But then it's like let all nations rule uh, internally, resolving disputes with the world court. So it's like it's like not sure if it wants to be the new world order or not. But it sounds pretty new world ordery to me. Yeah, it's like half and half. The nature thing is kind of weird at the end because you wouldn't assume that out of the New World Order type concept. Well, think about how, they, how they're how they pushing it, dude. It's with all the Green green New Deal, the climate change agenda. I think that's a big push uh, from the, you know, the elites of the world to assert more control. You know what I mean? But I feel like most of those kind of charities and things are, are fake, though. Like, they're just kind of collecting the money and just trying to exploit the fact that there is something wrong with the environment. But they're not really doing anything to actually correct what well, they're trying to That's like, what I'm saying. It's a, it's, a, it's a vehicle to uh, assert control. I don't think they're at, they give a shit about the climate. I think they want us to live in a lizard climate so that they can be more comfortable. But, you know, <laughs> that's just me. So... Well, any other thoughts, gentlemen, before we move on to the next clip? This was this is breaking news. I'm sure we'll have more information when this uh, as as the days go on. But this show probably won't come out for a couple more weeks anyway on audio. So sorry, listeners, you probably already know what's happening. <laughs> Anything yeah, we else? Got the extra bank going too much. But, hey, it's not a bad thing though. I think we got like three in the bank. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. All right, uh, Shane, you want to preface your clip? Sure. Uh, So, as everybody knows, on July 5th, uh, CERN fired back up again. Uh, So, I guess my question is, what do you guys think is really going on with CERN? And then from there, you know, I got got a clip for you from good old CNN, of course. (laughs) Super (laughs) trustworthy. (laughs) Always trustworthy. (laughs) Well, see, that's something I referenced at at the start of the show is, is that with CERN power and backup and beginning their testing, there's a, yeah, I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and there's a, uh, a, a federal government controlled similar machine in a lab in a town called Oak Ridge, Tennessee, which is in East Tennessee, about two hours from me. And there is a very similar machine, but much smaller to mm-hmm. the large Hadron Collider. And they were starting up testing specifically quote unquote, to test to see if they could open a gateway to a different dimension. That was literally what they said they were going to be testing for. And I'm like, did y'all not fucking watch Stranger Things? I mean, like, 
Or literally any other movie that deals with, like, advanced technology and portals and shit, right? Like, even Stargate. Like, you know what I mean? Um, They were actually... uh, It's interesting that I didn't know about the the Large Hadron Hadron Collider in uh, Tennessee because I think before they built CERN, the talk was uh, actually to build it in Texas. Uh, The the, the LHC is in... CERN in Switzerland. Yeah, they, um, they, they, they were, uh, I think before that, before that was built, it was originally supposed to be in Texas because oh, was it really. Uh, they but partly I, started building that actually. They and started then they didn't it. End up finishing the construction. They supposedly filled up the tunnels with uh, concrete. So who knows I, if it actually well, exists or not? Still, anything underground in Texas is probably not a good idea. Our soil is not great for like like. There's like no houses here with basements. There's like a few, uh, but. Like I had never been in a basement until I went out of state, but because the ground here is so uh, dry and clay-like, it's hard to build shit underground. So I, I I believe that you're right, Shane. They did start it, and they never finished it. So I'm gonna play your clip here, and we'll get some more information as we go. This is from CNN, the most trusted name in news. So this is legit stuff here. Here we go. For me, it's really an incredible thing that it's happened in my lifetime. <laughs> As a layman, I would now say, I think we have it. You agree? Yeah. Until this week, the so-called God particle, the key to our understanding of the universe, existed only in theory, but not anymore. Collecting data like this, scientists at CERN have announced the discovery with 99.999% certainty that the Higgs boson does exist, the so-called God particle. Professor Peter Higgs, now 83 years old, who first theorized its existence in 1964, was in the audience for this historic moment. For me, it's really an incredible thing that it's happened in my lifetime. (laughs) So what is the God particle and just what does it do? Well, in one sense, it is the missing link to this massive equation. This is the standard model for particle physics and this is our understanding of how the universe works. The Higgs boson gives us mass, which is how we measure matter, the stuff we are made of. Scientists say without mass, stars, galaxies, and planets would not have been able to spin themselves into existence after the Big Bang. So how did scientists find it? Well, with a massive particle collider at CERN, 27 kilometers of tunnels under Switzerland and France. Researchers smashed particle beams together to see what's inside, effectively recreating the Big Bang trillions of times over and over. And this is what they saw. Subatomic debris, including the decayed remains of what they say appears to be the Higgs boson, thereby proving its existence. But The mysteries of the universe are not solved yet. Consider this. All those galaxies, planets, and stars, everything we can see, well, they make up only 4% of the universe. There's still a lot more to discover. Finding the Higgs boson, the God particle, just opens another door. Atika Schubert, CNN, London. Hmm. Don't you love when they just try to, like, dumb it down for the news? Like, I think it's hilarious. They, like, try to explain, like, crazy concepts to just, like, basic news-watching people, and they probably still have no idea what the fuck's happening. They're just like, yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, that that's... um, 
It's interesting that end there, she talked about, you know, all the physical matter that we see in the universe is only 4%, implying that the the rest of everything is, uh, I would assume, dark matter. That's something I've been looking into lately is uh, what is the dark matter or antimatter. And, you know, these are kind of the things that they've been looking for with CERN is... With every, um, I don't know, I'm retarded as I, as I preface before the show, um, with every like electron, there's a, there's a pause and it, there's a positive counterpart. That's not a proton, right? It's the same size as an electron and it can exist anywhere in time and space and they behave the same. And that's like that. So that's like what for every piece of matter, there's a piece of antimatter that behaves the same that's where you get into like quantum physics and string theory string theory portals all this there's like strings tying every all these particles together and they behave super fucking fascinating stuff which i think is uh you know modern day magic if i if i had to put a name to it but there's some crazy shit going on with cern and uh i i don't know if i like it because i don't know what these people's intentions are you know what i mean even their logo sketches me out though, because you can see the straight six 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 in it. And then they have all the weird ceremonies before they do anything. Like there's just too much oh, really? like ritualistic type things that go along with CERN too. Oh god, I'm gonna show the logo real quick. Keep talking. I was though. gonna say I'm pulling it up myself. Here, I got you right here. Go ahead. Word up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> have you guys seen the logo before? Yeah. No, I've never seen it. There's a six. There's I have. a six. I guess I didn't notice it though. That's all I can see when I see that is the spiraled six six six. Jesus. Yeah, and then, Ooh. as you mentioned, the uh, opening ceremonies and things like that have been... Because uh, they, they powered this thing up. They, like, turn it on every every four to six years, and I guess they were supposed to do it in 2020, but COVID uh, delayed that, and they're doing that, uh, restarting it. Now, I could be wrong. I don't know if they just... if uh, But they've been on, like, a four-year pattern. I think 2012 was when they first started, maybe 2010. And then, they said supposedly it hasn't been on in 10 years from another article I was watching, but they said that they're going to continuously be using it now that they started it back up to try to, you know, do all this shit. So there's probably about to be a bunch more weird Mandela effects. <laughs> I was just fixing to mention the Mandela effects that allegedly the last time they brought it up was the last time that you had things like the latest round of Mandela effect stuff. Like, you know, when I was a kid, I've got, I've got the fucking books there. They are the Berenstein Bears. Mm-hmm. They're not the Berenstain bears. They're literally, you know, they're and like all the last most recent Mandela effect shit allegedly happened the last time the LHC was was powered right. up. And for so for people who may not know the Mandela effect, the reason it's called that is because a lot of people around the world recall Nelson Mandela dying in prison, I mm-hmm. believe in the 90s or something like that. And then, but according to the official record, he lived through prison, got out, and then became the president or something like that. He he went on to do great things after he got out of prison. But I feel like I remember that in reading in history and things like because it was it's not like South African history is that important to me personally. But I feel like I remember it being that he did die in prison, and then the, that's why it's called the Mandela effect because people uh, a lot of people have a, a shared memory of this event. And then it turns out to not be true. So, like you mentioned, the Berenstein versus Berenstain Bears, uh, certain logos of companies, yeah. right? Uh, Curious George, too. That was one. I had a Curious George stuffed animal when I was a kid. I used to swing by his tail above my head yep. when I was a kid, and now he doesn't have a tail. But yep. I remember distinctly having the tail because that's how I swung him above my head. Yep. Oh, shit. So, so I guess, you know, are, are we in a new timeline now? 
uh, that now that they turn this bitch on, and it's at a higher power too. I think it's like thirteen point six trillion uh, volts or something like. And they talk about climate change and like carbon footprint. They're fucking thirteen point six trillion volts of electricity and power going through this thing. Jesus, dude, what are they doing down there? Sounds like an awesome idea. What can go wrong? <laughs> well, and as you mentioned, Jeffrey, they want to they they mentioned something about opening up a portal to another word a uh, world. Do you? I mean, do you? I don't know what the exact quote is on that, but that, they really said that they re, that's really what they want to do. Uh, the 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 lab in Oak Ridge. Let me pull it up. Uh... It's just weird stuff, dude. Weird stuff. Uh, in the chat, real quick though. Lehman's in the chat. He said, hey, Kyle, what's up, Lehman? Good to see you. And he said 66.66 certainty. Seems like a stretch. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think that ceremony that we were talking about is actually, as uh, Lehman said, the Goddard Tunnel ritual ceremony near the Large Hadron Collider. Uh, Yeah, I think there are two different things. But uh, Yeah, I was talking about the ritual when they first open CERN for the very first time. And then they like, uh, you know, showed like the Shiva statue that they have out front, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the God yeah. of destruction and rebirth. So and just re- yeah. weird and shit. Like- yeah. Shiva. Uh, what did that uh, nuclear, the guy who made the a bomb say, like he quoted the Bhagavad, Bhava- <laughs> Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. He quoted that and said, uh, you know, I am a Shiva destroyer of worlds or something like that. Like I have become uh, something death. I've become death. Right. Uh, so I, the fact that they are honoring that is uh, strange. I mean, I, I, obviously for the for the Hindus out there, you know, Shiva's cool. I like Shiva, but just the fact that they're kind of <laughs> just the fact that they're kind of invoking this kind of stuff is is crazy, dude. And the the amount of money and and uh, countries and people behind this thing is is concerning. You know what else is weird, too, is if I'm not mistaken, the Shiva statue is holding, like, a ring, so that could almost symbolize, like, portals in this sense, and if they're, like, destroying worlds, I mean, when they're creating these particle collisions, like, maybe they are theoretically destroying other, like, dimensions, you know? Like, who knows what could be happening on the other end of that explosion if there is a string of particles connected to those same particles that they're exploding. Yeah, imagine another... other explosions happening in other dimensions as they're doing that, but not within a machine, you know? Yeah, imagine, like, a parallel universe. We're all sitting here doing this podcast and they turn fucking CERN on in another universe and like our butts just like you know hurt like someone poked our asses or something or you know we just like evaporate and like disintegrate and you know we get sucked into the black hole that CERN create I mean just imagine like you're just chilling and then some fuck fucktards in another dimension turn on some fucking machine that just fucks your shit up you know what I mean what are you, what are you yeah. supposed to do at that point <laughs> but honestly though like who knows what could be happening when they put those particles together even if it's not like particles connected and exploding like it could be creating black holes in other dimensions too. well that's what they said it does create like mini black holes uh lehman i'm glad you're in the chat brother he said the lhc was built on an ancient site of the uh apollo temple uh which i think is true Uh, it's near the apollo temple uh so this is all weird shit dude there's if they were just if it was strictly science based right all these scientists like hate religion they're uh, uh atheists and but the fact that they're invoking and kind of doing this sort of ritualistic stuff in tandem with the quote-unquote science that they're doing it just seems uh uh what's the word uh, uh contra- contradictory right that yeah. they're doing these these two different things it's almost as if the real uh motivation is some sort of ritual some sort of magic uh, perhaps to open a portal 
uh, to hell. I mean, I think the last time they turned this bitch on, they f- like created some sort of super storm right above it. Um, I saw a picture of that. Yeah, very yeah, strange Yeah, that giant stuff. blue spiral-looking storm. Uh-huh. I think I remember seeing that too, yeah. Well, I mean, dude, I mean, Tesla uh, back in the day was able to just create kind of crazy storms with just by pumping raw electricity into the sky, you know? So if they're using this much power, um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Did you realistically, it's like a magnet. I'm sure it pulls other for like, I'm sure the town around it probably experiences like tech issues or some type of like electrical malfunction as they're operating this machine, either from the power draw or just from anything that it's giving off because something creating that much power, like there's frequencies that are bouncing off of that, that aren't just the maintained frequencies. So I'm sure that it's creating like some type of like rift flares and fucking with things just around it anyways. Right. Uh, Jeffrey, did you find what you were looking up? I was just looking for it. Um, uh, scientists at Oak Ridge National Laboratory are trying to discover parallel universes. Mm. Now, after several years of searching, they've revealed what they found so far. Well, that can be... Uh, da, da, da. Um. <laughs> Lehman in the chat says, <laughs> all goat penises get rock hard when they turn it on. <laughs> I did, you know, I did feel a little strange yesterday well, you know, after they had turned it on, right around ten o'clock, I felt a little, a little odd. You know, I was like, "Hmm." Spontaneous boner syndrome. Oh, well, that's just normal. That's every day. <laughs> but you know, SBS, <laughs> SBS. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, your you doc- know, they said there's a negative, there's a reaction to the opposite. You know, there's uh, the sudden death syndrome. Now there's sudden boner syndrome. It's the opposite. You know, you right. got something terrible, and then you got something happy. So it's cause and effect. It's. <laughs> Sabs, sudden adult boner syndrome. <laughs> sudden adult boner syndrome. <laughs> you don't need blue chew for that. Just turn CERN on every couple of days. You'll be good to go, ready to rock. You'll be busting loads in other dimensions, dude. Right. See, that way, when they report on on sudden adult adult death syndrome, SADS, people will think, oh, they're talking about the boner one, not the death one. They're going to start saying it fast on the news. So you don't know which one they're talking about. <laughs> and then they can just play off deaths. Like, oh, yeah, there's another one. And then, but, you know, we're going to hop on to the next story now. It Everybody's lasted like, what? longer what? than four <laughs> hours. It was a four year, uh, you know, a four year uh, ordeal, right? Not four hours, four years of a boner while CERN was on. Uh, Jeffrey Wilson in the chat of uh, Conspiracy Farm, and it's me speaking to you. What's up, uh, Jeffrey? He says, Georgia Guidestones took a hit today, boys. Yeah, Jeffrey, we talked about it, man. Uh, it's good things. And I think it's interesting that it happened the day after CERN turned on. I thought that was interesting. Maybe the timeline we have entered now, uh, the New World Order has no foothold. Perhaps they are, uh, you know, unable to achieve their goals uh, and CERN kind of uh, maybe other things came through the portal that CERN is opening. Maybe not just negative energy, but perhaps some positive energy came through. I don't know. You know, Project Looking Glass, maybe this is the other side of it. Oh. Maybe CERN was something that was supposed yeah, to happen because dude. it's the outcome for, from Project Looking Glass. So Project Looking Glass, if I'm correct, uh, if I understand correctly, they were unable to see past 2016, right? They were unable to determine the timeline past uh, 2016. So uh, perhaps they're using CERN to uh, maybe enhance that ability to see past it or just to completely change the timeline, maybe make up for lost time. 
Uh, yeah, because supposedly they only saw a good future where they weren't in control and they couldn't do anything to alter it. So maybe they're trying to alter it by connecting multiple dimensions or something, possibly. Oh, dude. Rick and Morty is, uh, I think, disclo- I think Rick and Morty is disclosure. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. My dogs are losing their shit. What the fuck was that? Hold on. Y'all keep talking. I'm going to see what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, Stern's outside. They, they know we're talking. <laughs> a little for clip. Talk amongst yourselves. You ever seen that Mike Myers SNL sketch where he's doing, um, no, they, it's not the church lady. Uh, he's doing coffee talk with uh, Roseanne Barr and yep. Madonna. <laughs> and hang on, I got to pull it up. And he talks about, let's see, uh, Mike Myers uh, coffee talk. I'm going to fucking play this. In the background, you hear, oh, boom, 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 open up. <laughs> Um, the cow comes rushing back in, falls right. onto the floor. <laughs> Listen, can you, can you hear this? Can you hear this? Yep. Welcome to Coffee Talk with your host, Linda Richmond. <laughs> Listen to me, Mike goes. Welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm your host, Linda Richmond. That's Mike Myers. <laughs> Coffee Talk. Coffee Talk. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> First of all, I want to say happy birthday to my daughter, Robin. <laughs> happy birthday, Bubba. <laughs> Oh, I gotta find where he says he's gonna look for Clem. Hosted by my friend it's a, it's a Yiddish term. Orwin, but he developed Spilkus in his Connecticut zoink. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's in. You're just missing us filling in the gap with coffee talk. Oh, okay. So, you said talk amongst yourselves, and it's a. You ever seen SNL's um, uh, Mike Meyer and SNL doing coffee talk? Mm-mm. And he goes, I'm a little for Clem. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so my dogs were just, they were upstairs. Like they were right outside the door, but somehow they saw or heard the little old man from across the street walking to the dumpster and lost their shit. So sorry about that. But Lehman says NASA or NSA hitting Kyle in three, two, one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the raid has started. Jeez. I should start keeping a gun under my desk here in the podcast studio just in case. You got to have one of those cool ones. You hit the button and it slides out so nobody can find it. I wish. No, I'll just fucking. <laughs> and if we go ultimate pirate radio style, at least you got a backup plan. I'll just keep it like <laughs> mounted on the wall behind me or something. There hey, may, you're or mount may, it not, on... may or may not be um, lots of personal defense tools right there. <laughs> oh, good to know. Good to know, man. Well, you're just going to go diehard you... style. Just tape it to your back. <laughs> <laughs> no, hands up. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> we're, we're all a bunch of tarts tonight. Hey, but I like how you worded that. Personal defense tools. That's great. Well, I lost all mine in a boating accident recently, though. Dude, me too. I don't even own a boat. I was on a buddy's <laughs> boat, and, you know, shit just happened. We were duck hunting, and it it's just... amazing. Crazy, dude. Crazy. I don't even know why I had all my guns on a boat. I just thought it, thought it was a good idea. They're not flotation devices. They definitely sank <laughs> to the bottom. They do. But- that's a million dollar idea. You got to start making flotation cases for uh, for guns or like a flotation handle. <laughs> right. I bet I'll, it'll be outlawed in three years after production. <laughs> Much like all the other fun stuff. So. Well, they'll make them mandatory on every single gun because then when somebody tries to throw a gun in a lake, it's just going to float back up. That's not, oh, I mean, yeah. Like a little minority report going on here. Okay. Maybe we shouldn't invent that. It sounds like it may be a, may be a bad thing. <laughs> Hey, but we'll make tons of money, and then we can just buy FFL licenses and get full auto, baby. There we go. You got it. <laughs> you got it. All right, guys. So, CERN, uh, I don't know what to think yet. I, I Neither. 
it's going to be, we'll see how it plays out. Cause they said this is going to be going on. It's going to be running constantly for the next four years. So I don't know, maybe this plays into geopolitics. Maybe it plays into the elections. I don't know, but shit's about to get weird. We thought the last two and a half years were a little wild. Just hang on to your pants, boys. So with that, I have one more clip uh, that we can talk about. This is something that I've been looking into lately. I plan to do a show about it in the future. Um, so this is the clip here. Such man is Professor Sam Carey, who supports the theory of an expanding Earth. Professor Carey was head of the geology department at the University of Tasmania for 30 years. He was also visiting professor at many universities, including Yale and Western Ontario. In 1956, he sponsored the highly successful Continental Drift Symposium at the University of Tasmania. This symposium helped stimulate interest in continental drift after decades of neglect or even contempt by the majority of geologists. He believed then, as now, that continents moved as a response to expansions of the Earth. But did he always believe that the Earth has expanded? No, only during the last quarter of a century. During the 30s and 40s and 50s, I taught what you now call plate tectonics. I took for granted that the Earth's uh, diameter was constant. It hadn't occurred to me anything else. But if I'd only known it, in Germany, uh, Lindemann had published his book on expanding Earth in 1928, and uh, uh, Hilgenberg in 1932, and uh, Kindle in 1940, but these weren't translated into English. They weren't translated until I translated them uh, 20 years ago. But as I worked, I got increasing difficulty in putting the pieces together on a bigger and bigger area. You must remember that I was working more accurately than my contemporaries. Uh, Jeffers losing it. calculated <laughs> hundreds, hundreds of uh, bleak stereographic projections, all by logarithms, there were no computers in those days, and uh, I made comparisons on my hemispherical table. No matter how often I tried, I could never get all the continents to go together on the whole globe. Even with these, which fit so nicely, there's still a small, small gap there. But uh, as I put more and more pieces on, the gaps accumulated, and I got a very large gap. I didn't realize that my trouble was that my table matched my globe, and not a smaller globe, which was the proper globe for that time. Okay, so that's where I'll stop it. <laughs> okay, so before... <laughs> Jeffrey, why are you losing it, man? Let's get into it a little bit. <laughs> I'm assuming it's because that dude's pretty much a living cartoon character. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> oh, it's... <laughs> He's like your textbook. Does, does, does Professor so-and-so believe in it? No. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> well, he's from Tasmania, so I don't even know what kind of accent that is. But no, That's not a Tasmanian <laughs> accent. <laughs> and he starts off like that's like fucking Karate Kid goes to college. He walks like Ralph Macchio. Like... <laughs> All I, the whole first thirty seconds is the dude walking across campus, and it's like fucking Ralph Macchio on his tiptoes, the whole woman not swinging his arms. That's <laughs> go back. You knew go back people were I'll go, go back. back. I'll go get it. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Dude, when he hops into it too, I don't know. That reminded me of like one of those school specials you'd watch back in the day. Like, yes. Film all of it. <laughs> that character. Them. What? That is fucking Ralph Macchio. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait till you guys see when it when it was the 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 full side shot of him of him walking go back more. Right there, right there, right there. Here it is. This is Ralph Macchio. Tell me that's not karate kid right there. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's his posture is astounding for uh <laughs> I mean he's just like don't give a fuck, man. He's just fucking powering through there. <laughs> and then then it's like all Harry Potter, you know, and it's like now your spirit is gone. The body will decay. <laughs> oh man! Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Man. No, you're that good. Is, you're good. He's he, accent was cracking me up. He, the whole thing. Essentially, textbook. Uh, you know, old timey college professor. I wonder how many students he banged. That's what I would like to know. Because uh, it's very, very strange, uh, gentleman there. Um, oh. But for he, he was one of he's probably one of the more contemporary uh, uh, professors or scientists uh, propo- uh, proponents of the expanding Earth theory. Uh, I didn't know if this is something you guys have heard before. It's something I just looked into recently. I was going to do a show on it soon, but figured it'd be good to touch base on uh, tonight. So is the idea that like the globe keeps expanding but the continents are staying the same size and that's why everything's so far apart it's not because of like continental drift is that kind of what he's saying right it's basically a counter to plate tectonics and which was only established in the 70s right uh or settled on quote unquote the science is settled on plate tectonics where uh it's not it's the instead of the plates moving over time uh the continents are expanding because uh the earth is actually growing uh, it's accumulating mass somehow, and the, there's evidence for this, not in just what he mentioned with you know trying to put the continent the continents all together on the the same scale Earth as we have today, but also it's seen in the seafloor. The seafloor is actually expanding. Um, fat, you know, uh, I don't know the uh, it, the seafloor is growing. There's more area accumulating in the seafloor between the continents. Um, so that there, there's some evidence for the theory there. Uh, I just found it fascinating. I think it's a very interesting theory that, you know, like many old theories, um, that aren't that old, uh, you know, we, we've kind of dismissed them just because the science has been settled. So this one's, it's super fascinating. It's almost, and he, there's some evidence that involves, you know, dinosaur dinosaurs, you know, the reason they were so big and able to travel as far as they did was because the earth was smaller, um, so interesting stuff. I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on it. I just kind of threw it in here just to kind of get some uh, some of my feedback, I guess. My question is, where would, like, the landmass possibly be coming from? Like, theoretically, if the Earth has magma in the center, like, would it be almost like a volcano and, like, how it builds, like, an island where it hmm. just keeps pushing out from somewhere? But at the same time, though, like, it would still have to be creating from somewhere. So, like, could there be a theoretical, like black hole or something it, like that it that kind of ties in from? to what we were talking about with cern that like particles can um you know spontaneously appear in some instances right and i guess how based on the the limited research i've done on this expanding earth theory is that they kind of have to look at it through a macro lens like okay if we say the universe is constantly expanding it wouldn't make sense for you know if you take that fractal down to not have expansion 
uh, in the galaxies, in the solar systems, in the planets, in the stars, like if the universe is expanding in size, then everything must be expanding as well. Maybe not proportionately, but um, I mean, it could be like that. It could be almost like the idea of like, so like we kind of view it as like, say you take an image and then you stick a couple more images on top of it and then you stretch your background. Like it's not going to affect the images that are setting on top. It's only going to affect the background. But like, if you're looking at it from like his standpoint, like imagine all of that is part of one picture. If you start pulling and expanding the outside, it's going to start stretching the objects that are on it. If it's part of the same picture, mm -hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't know if it's an actual, uh, uh, creation of, of Matt, I guess the, some of the theories that I heard was it's like the constant creation theory that uh, energy and matter are always being transformed into more energy and matter somehow that can tie in with that antimatter we had we talked about earlier. Jeffrey, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are that and, and I have to catch myself when I start going down rabbit holes like like mm -hmm. this as well. And there's nothing wrong with rabbit holes. I fucking love rabbit holes, right? It makes me think about things I haven't thought about before. But sometimes I, I find myself going down one and I have to take a step back and go, okay, hang on a second. I can theorize or throw, well, what if this, what if that? There's nothing wrong with what ifs as long as you realize they're what ifs. Mm -hmm. um, but the second you attach any kind of of concreteness to that what if because we're asking questions that that either so one of two things is 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 possible right either we're asking questions of things that we don't yet currently know for sure mm -hmm. like okay so we have to we need to fully understand what matter and energy and dark matter and dark energy and what their relation is. We need to understand all that before we can <laughs> answer a question of, are they contributing to X or Y? Right. Right. Um, versus so, or, or the other, other possibility is that those things are known and they're being concealed from us. And I, I could see either one being the reality. I don't know. So, mm -hmm. so, it, are they fun to think about? Yeah. Are they helpful to think about? I think absolutely so. But I have to catch myself because I, I, I tend to gravitate towards the fringe type ideas and theories and go strictly because it sounds cool. exciting. <laughs> yeah. I want to go, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, fuck yeah. And I have to go, hang on a second now. Mm -hmm. Let me reel my own dogma in and, and check my own rhetoric at the door right and go let me see so great questions yeah so i think it's super beneficial to think about and talk about and discuss but but i have to stop myself before i attach not stop the questioning but check myself from establishing like these like concreteness to it does that make sense right and that's kind of yeah. what this professor has done he he truly uh, he stands behind his his theory, and that's why I got to do more research on it. I, I haven't yeah. done enough research to really go in depth about it. Um, but this guy in particular, this Professor Carey, uh, he seems to be like the most recent guy. Uh, I'm sure he's dead now because um, that video was from 1979 or 1982 say, or something. That video? Yeah, that's an old video. It's probably 40 years old now, uh, at least. So I don't know. It's it's very fascinating because. Like with CERN and, uh, you know, these, these things that are going on, this science going on, a lot of it is based on theories, right? So even plate tectonics is a theory. Gravity is a theory, right? Obviously, there's some concreteness to those theories because there's enough evidence or whatever to back it up. But at the end of the day, still theory. So 
I, I as I agree with you, Jeffrey, uh, but I don't think we can discredit all no. other theories as well. Not and you you didn't say that, but I just wanted to point that out. That sure. Hey, just because something has been settled doesn't mean we can't go back and and look at it. Um, well, and I think there's some connection too with maybe some ancient maps uh, and some ancient descriptions of the Earth uh, going back thousands of years that maybe yep. could tie into this expanding Earth theory. I it's. There's just a lot to, to look into that I, I have to do more research on. Dude, I've said it too, that even if you're looking at things from like a simulation theory possibility, like what if it's, there's just been updates to the map, you know? Like what if the <laughs> earth was flat at one point? And then what if it was rounded at one point? At one point it was expanding and yep. it's just like upgrades to the map in the simulation. And see, that that's where I think it's it's difficult for most people when you start asking these, you know, more non-mainstream questions and and it's 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 hard to not attach to them and form your own conclusions based on the mm-hmm. question of a theory or the investigation of a theory and it's it, it's hard to not it's, it's it's like any religion right you have these these questions that 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 you can't answer well what do you do will you accidentally gravitate and latch on to the nearest answer whether it be any evidence to it or not and, right, right, and and I think that's that's the hard part, and that's I think I know it's hard for me to not go, oh shit, that sounds really fucking cool. Let me just, yeah, fuck yeah, let me grab onto that, and I have to check myself and realize, you know, it's not good science. Like, you know, Kyle, you you said a second ago, a couple times, well, the science had been settled on with regarding plate tectonic theory and so on and so forth, and that that's really bad science. <laughs> You can't. Science is never settled on. It's only known for now mm-hmm. until the next hypothesis and questioning of the same outcome. Like that's the scientific method, right? Conclusion in science is not a a, a, a fine a, a definitive thing, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's conclusion for now. Yeah, it's like this <laughs> is what we found. Factors that can change too. That'll yeah. change yeah. the result of the answer too. I, yes. I, I love what you said, Jeffrey, about the scientific method. I mean, we were all in grade school at one point. There, we took tests on not even science shit, but the scientific method. What are the steps? Right. right? Obviously, I don't remember all of them, but it starts with a hypothesis, a question, like. And that's the what if, right? What if I put this thing into this thing and I, I think this will happen, right? And then right. you test it and then your conclusion is, hey, based on all of the, these parameters that we took into account for this particular experiment, here's what we found out, right? Here's here's yes. the results. That is not definitive on the grand, the grand scale in the grand scheme of things, right? Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, we need more scientists. We need more uh, in the true sense of the term, right? Which I think we need to get more uh, kids involved because kids have such an imagination and they can yes. really, uh, you know, take things to, but, you know, obviously the indoctrination system of public education, you know, uh, all these things and people just learn to accept shit for whoever, you know, the guy in the white lab coat says it is, and we don't think about anything else. So I'm going to look into this more. Um, I'd love to, I'm going to try to do a show on it, uh, when I get back from all the wedding stuff and hopefully have some more information, but fascinating nonetheless, right? It's uh it's an interesting thought that, you know, things are growing. Uh, I wish more things would grow if you know what I mean, but, uh, one of y'all didn't swing at it. I was <laughs> throwing one more dick joke. <laughs> CERN expanding earth, Georgia guidestones, all things that make my dick hard. 
It's hard as the Georgia Guidestones, yeah. but not that hard, apparently. Yeah, they're clearly <laughs> interesting, interesting Pornhub history there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It must, the Georgia Guidestones must have been made out of some millennial stone because they did not withstand a good beating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, gentlemen, uh, we're coming up on the, the hour here. Any final thoughts uh, on any of the topics we discussed this evening? Stay hard, I guess. Go ahead. Yeah, definitely always stay hard. Stay hard. <laughs> well, gentlemen, right. this was fun. Uh, great little hit it and quit it with some fun topics. Uh, again, Jeffrey, sorry we did not clue you in as to what the show is, but now you know, and we'll have to have you back on again real soon. Yeah, to always discuss. glad. So, uh, Jeffrey, now is the time. Uh, we have time now for you to actually tell us who you are. <laughs> again, uh, where people can find you, your show, all that great stuff. Where can people uh, find the Jeffrey Davis? The Jeffrey Davis can be found um, at Hey Jeffrey Davis <laughs> hey. on like, all social media platforms. Hey, um, <laughs> and you can find my podcast, the Dysfunctional Show dot com, and all the socials for that are are there as well. And I appreciate you guys having me on. I enjoy shooting the shit with some cool dudes. Absolutely, Shane. Where can people find inquiries of our reality? Uh, inquiries of our reality is available across. Most streaming platforms. Uh, if you're not listening to this on my feed already, I'm assuming you're listening at, on the Big Dumb podcast feed, and I should be on those same players as him. Uh, if you're looking for merch, you want to come hit me up for just you know some wildcard questions, you want to have a conversation, you want to keep updated on the show, this show, and increase of our reality. Put everything under one link, uh, L-I-N-K-T-R period E-E slash increase of our reality podcast. Perfect. And uh, as always, I'm Kyle, the Rain Man. Uh, after the show, I feel like I might be even more retarded, which is fine. We're here to learn and grow. <laughs> and, retard. <laughs> sorry, retard. I need to at least be proper about it. You're right. Uh, <laughs> you got to lift the pinky as he, you say it. He too. was a retard. Um, <laughs> so you can check me out, the Big Dumb Podcast, all platforms, all that great stuff, Instagram, whatever. Uh, I'm going to be taking the next uh, rest of this month off, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, just stay tuned for more stuff coming out on the audio feed, and then we'll hit it back in August. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. All the people in the live chat, what up, Jeffrey, what up, Lehman, and uh, Matt, thanks for stopping by. Uh, everybody, it was a pleasure. Thank you guys so much. Bye, everybody. Take it easy. easy. Peace. Big Dumb Inquiry. Big Dub Inquiries Big Dub Inquiries Big Dub Inquiries Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.